Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, we started this second hour of the program talking about uh, President Biden attending the White House Correspondents' Dinner over the weekend and being part of some good-natured fun, a good chance for the nation to exhale. And that leads us to the lessons of laughter that I think we often miss in a world that has become far too serious, that has taken ourselves far too serious, uh, to the point that uh, no one can laugh about anything anymore. Uh, and that's not healthy. And that's not good for the country. Uh, I applauded the president as a part of his conversation there uh, with uh, really the Washington elite, to, to be sure, from the media as they gathered on Saturday night in our nation's capital. But the president said something that I thought was very important that I wanted to come back to as we round out the program today. The, the president said that journalism and satire are a quintessential American thing. Take a listen. But despite all the crises, all the partisanship, all the shouting and showmanship, I really know this and you know it too. We are a great nation because we're basically good people. And here in America, good journalism, good satire about our leaders, about our society is quintessentially an American thing. It demonstrates the power of our example. And I honest to God believe it reveals our soul, the soul of our nation. That was uh, President Biden over the weekend. Uh, he had shared some very self-deprecating humor. Uh, the host for the evening, Trevor Noah, had uh, poked some very good-natured fun at the president. And think of that uh, in light of what's going on in Russia at the moment. Uh, had someone done that and made fun of Vladimir Putin, uh, they'd be on a one-way train out of town uh, or locked up in prison for years to come. And so this idea that the president shared, I applaud it, that journalism and satire are quintessential American. It reveals our soul as a nation. And with the challenges that we face as individuals, as families, as communities, and as a nation as a whole, a little laughter, I think, could go a long way. Abraham Lincoln rightly noted, with the fearful strain that is on me night and day, if I did not laugh, I should die. Uh, Abraham Lincoln knew a lot about stress and uncertainty and challenging times, uh, but he knew that he needed to laugh every day. Laughter lifts the heart. It enlightens the mind. It actually strengthens the soul, in my opinion. Uh, in our politically correct world, an often divisive world, uh, we cannot become so serious that we forget to laugh, especially, especially at ourselves. I firmly believe that a good joke, a funny prank, a silly story can make a bad day good and a good day great. A very important uh, mentor of mine uh, taught me an important lesson. Uh, he told me that creating laughter is a noble quest. It's a noble quest. And as long as no one gets hurt and there isn't any property damage, then it is a gift to both the receiver and the giver. Uh, so that's an important thing. As long as no one gets hurt and there's no property damage, uh, that can help us all out. 
uh, I really believe that the most memorable moments in all of our lives include the laughter that's found in a good story or even just this divine con- comedy that we call daily living. Uh, and it's not just me saying this. There's actually some good science behind it as well. According to the Mayo Clinic, laughter isn't just a nice little pick-me-up or a pleasant distraction uh, or the best medicine. It's It has real long-term benefits. So according to the Mayo Clinic, good laughter is going to improve your immune system. Uh, neg- negative thoughts manifest into chemical reactions that can affect your body and bring more stress into your system, decrease your immunity. By contrast, positive thoughts can actually release those neuropeptides that help fight stress and potentially more serious illness. We know through many studies through the Mayo Clinic that it relieves pain. Laughter can ease pain by causing the body to produce its own natural painkillers. We also know that laughter increases personal satisfaction. Laughter can also make it easier to cope with very difficult, very serious situations. And laughter actually helps you connect with other people in a significant way. And I think every one of us know that some good laughter can just improve your mood. Uh, Many people experience depression and discouragement, despair. And sometimes uh, that's due to a chronic illness. Sometimes it's due to financial challenges or family problems, community issues. But laughter can actually help lessen your depression and anxiety and, and actually help you make feel just a little bit better. You know, I, I often look to my grandchildren uh, as a great source because whether we are on a FaceTime call with them on a Sunday afternoon or whether it's time up at the Casper cabin up in uh, north, uh, northeastern Idaho, uh, there's always laughter. And the grandchildren, all six of them, four grandsons, two granddaughters, uh, they laugh all the time. In fact, they rarely stop laughing, Uh, whether it's, you know, building a sandcastle and watching it get blown away as the tide comes in or playing games on the lawn or uh, we always go for walks in the magic forest. Uh, Even things that uh, are just kind of routine can be funny to them. Uh, The giggles are spontaneous. That's a healthy thing. Uh, All of us, I think, would uh, do better with a little bit more laughter in our world. And even some of the things that just go wrong, you know, seeing the Frisbee sail over the fence or popping a balloon on the ceiling or or watching that sand fort get washed away, all lead to laughter. And without hesitation of any kind, they just laugh it off and move on to what's next. And I think we need more of that. Uh, I know that I personally need to incorporate more laughter into my day. Uh, In particular, I know I need to be... Uh, more authentically chuckling at my own foibles, my own failures, my own setbacks during the course of the day. To rather than being self-critical, to just laugh it off and to laugh itself and laugh with others. Uh, I really believe that laughter is the, the leaven in the loaf that can help us better deal with difficult days, with trying times. And, and surely there are times, there are clearly times to be serious and somber, uh, to be sure. Uh, so knowing when is important, when to is important as how to. Uh, We seem to have had a lot of that seriousness of late over the last few years. And I'm convinced that those who have dealt best with pandemic, economic challenges, social unrest, are those who can step back and laugh and step forward into those challenges with some humor, some love, and some some laughter for sure. And one of the other things I think is really important that we often miss with laughter is laughter actually links the generations 
Uh, it fosters new friends. It overcomes interpersonal obstacles. It, it really does bring out the best in everybody, in my view. Uh, I watched that in our nation's capital last week as I saw people from around the world uh, coming together at the Washington, D.C. Temple Open House of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Everybody loves to laugh. There's, there's not a single person that there just isn't that magic uh, and that energy that comes when people from around the world are laughing and chuckling together. Uh, Khalil Gibran said it this way. He said, in the sweetness of friendship, let there be laughter and sharing of pleasures. For in the dew of little things, the heart finds its morning and is refreshed. Uh, we all need that kind of refresh, <laughs> uh, re-energize, refocus. And as I've traveled the world, I've seen that the the universal there's two universal language. Uh, one is music and the other is laughter. Uh, I have not gone anywhere where I have not seen people stirred by music. And there is not a single place on this planet that I have visited uh, that doesn't respond to laughter. And whether that laughter is in a, a silly story or an epic adventure uh, or something that just happened, again, in this divine comedy that we call daily living on this planet. Uh, it's everywhere for us. And we shouldn't block it out. And so I really felt that the White House Correspondents' Dinner was an open invitation for the nation to once again just laugh. To not take ourselves too serious. To not be too worried about taking offense or preemptively taking offense about what somebody might say about us or the politics that we believe or the life that we live uh, to just exhale. Uh, I firmly believe that Lincoln was right, that with all the strain we currently face in the world, it is laughter that will help save us in the end. Laughter is hopeful. It's forward moving. The joy and happiness of laughter leads to love and that sisterhood and brotherhood that reminds us of our common humanity and reveals to us our inward divinity. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts. I'll throw in a laugh today and then go do something that makes a difference. Utah's choice for 100 years. Peace in Vietnam was initialed by Dr. Henry Kissinger. Didn't inhale and never tried to do it. We're having an aftershock right now. We're feeling it. We're the station for breaking news, traffic and weather together, and conversation about important stories. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Thank you for 100 years of trust from KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.